Let's Get Radical Live is brought to you by AICPA Engage. AICPA Engage is the premier event for accounting and finance professionals in the U.S., bringing together experts across the practice and topic areas of tax, finance, and estate planning, advanced accounting and auditing, practice management, technology firm management, and marketing. Find out more at AICPAengage.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Jody Padar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here's your host, Jody Padar. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, the Radical CPA, and you're listening to Let's Get Radical. And we are live at the AICPA Engage event. And it's getting kind of loud in here because it's like the happy hour. So we're pretty stoked to be here um, during happy hour. Uh, it's been a long day, but an awesome day. We've had lots of interviews. Um, we've talked about AI and machine learning. We've talked about leadership. We've talked about tax technical stuff. We've talked about so many things um, that I think I've forgotten half the interviews I've done today. But it's been a really good day. Um, our next guest, um, I started the day with Enrico Palmarino, and I'm ending the day with Enrico. Well, thank you. Enrico and, Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And also, we have Byron Patrick, who is actually a second-time guest on the Let's Get Radical podcast. No doubt. Um, no doubt. And Honor. he is with Botkeeper as well. And he is also a CPA in the tech space, and we've been uh, friends for a long time. And It makes uh, us sound old, Jody. We are old. <laughs> we are old. Come on. Um, but, uh, Jody, you're the reason why Byron's on the <laughs> Botkeeper squad. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, what we want to do is just kind of talk tech in general, what it's like to be a CPA, use technology, not use technology, how it affects your work life, uh, et cetera. And uh, yeah, so so Byron, right? So, um, <laughs> what's it like to be at Engage as uh, part of a technology company instead of a CPA who does technology? Yeah, it's it's been a different experience. There, no question. I mean, i going back to tech tech plus days. I think two thousand six, yeah. maybe, is how long I've been coming here, and it's always been in a uh, either attendee speaker uh, capacity, and to actually be here as a vendor, um, but also quasi. Um, I, the, you, these are our people, right? right. So it's like, it, it's it's been a really interesting experience. I wasn't on the agenda to speak this year, and I think that was actually really, uh, worked out really well, because I've been able to spend a lot of time educating folks on what we're doing, and then, of course, catching up with all my people. Right. And is it kind of like going to the dark side? Like, what? It, what <laughs> no. No. So, so what have the other CPAs said to you about, like, going from like being a CPA and a CITP to, to actually becoming a technology professional. Um, Not that you weren't a technology professional before, but I, know. Like I on just the played other side. one on TV. Exactly. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I think the feedback's been positive. Uh, I, I think uh, I've been fortunate enough to build a network of really great people um, and uh, who trust 
my decision making, which is questionable, but um, they, you know they trust it. So they're like, look, you know, if you've made this decision to join up with Enrico and the team, like there, there must be something good going on back there. So I, I think it just uh, creates conversations that have been really positive. Awesome. And so, Enrico, what's it been like to have someone like Byron join your team who has uh, the CPA experience as well as the technical side? Game changing. <laughs> Come on. No, I, no like, seriously. Um, I, I joke when uh, you know, I think I walked up to Byron when he was at the booth and I was like, hey, the man, the myth, the legend. And, you know, he like laughs and like brushes it off. And the other, uh, other group uh, that we have here is kind of like, yeah, I noticed like a lot of people know Byron. I'm like, Byron's kind of a celebrity. Kind like, of a he, big deal. Kind of a big deal. Um, uh, and to yeah, have have him on the team has been uh, incredible for I think a few reasons. One, he's been able to like look at what we're doing and how we're doing it from a whole different light than I think we had typically uh, had you know individuals on our team looking at it because he's got that he crosses that great bridge of uh, understanding tech but also um, you know having the accounting background and knowing. That knowing what the people want, right? So he's like the people's champion uh, within, within Botkeeper. I wish I could raise an eyebrow right now. Um, and, uh, and so it's been, it's been amazing from just how we've built out, uh, rebuilt deployment. Like a lot of the, the you know, challenges or headaches with scaling and growing quickly and, and the demand that we had, um, he's been able to you know, solve a lot of that for us just because he can look at it from, here's what the experience is going to be at their end. Here's how we need to like adapt and build it. Here's how we got to make sure the accounting nuances are followed. Um, and then here's areas of opportunity for tech to be built or developed. And he can go and talk to our engineering team and actually translate accounting speak into <laughs> tech speak uh, in a way that they can understand and, and vice versa. Like they can come to him with uh, technical challenges and he can kind of understand the implications that that would have on the, the accounting side. So uh, when I say it's been game changing, like in, Byron's been here for three months. We promoted him right. <laughs> in that short three months. And now he leads like a whole team at Botkeeper um, or, or multiple teams uh, to that degree. And it's, uh, it's been awesome. And he's just like an awesome dude to work with. So I just, uh, any chance I get to hang out with him is, uh, is a good, good time. No doubt. No yeah. Doubt. The feeling's mutual for sure. Thanks, yeah, buddy. no, that, that's awesome. Um, and I guess... When we think about uh, the technology changes that have to happen in CPA firms, Byron, what do you think that they need to do? You know, I, I think everybody gets focused on the tech. And look at even uh, CPAs, and not even CPAs, but accountants transitioning from QuickBooks Desktop to QBO. And they're like, oh, it's like a tech. Like it's so, and the product's bad, the product's bad. Wrong answer. It's change. Like, we need to become comfortable with putting on different color socks. And that that's really, at the end of the day, like, we're just, as long as we're embracing the change, the tech part is, is really easy, frankly. Right, right. Because ultimately, as a CPA firm, it should be part of your practice management, right? It's part of... Oh, absolutely. It, it's just the tool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I talk to some more progressive CPAs who say, you know what? Sometimes I just change the tech stack, so my team is is awake and alive and thinking about change. <laughs> you know, if you get comfortable with change, then you know it becomes easier every time it happens. Right, right. And, and changing, I think, like a, adopting new tech before it's perfect. Like you shouldn't be, af- 
you shouldn't feel like you can only adopt tech when it's perfect. Because one, tech will never be perfect. Like it's always going to be a, a work in production. But two, the sooner you adopt it, in its like earlier stages, you get the chance to actually influence That's what true. that tech is going to be or how it's yep. going to evolve and change. And so, you know, I think like we we there's tech companies out there that are building stuff that we integrate with, where we specifically seek out smaller companies that are, we can influence their roadmap. Like, we can actually be like, hey, like, we want APIs to work in this manner or um, this feature or function would be incredible to have. And you'd be surprised how few people are actually talking to tech companies. So right. being one of the ones talking, like if, we're the only one, like, if we're the only ones doing the talking, then that's all that you're hearing, and that means that that's how the, the you know, tech roadmap shapes out. So, yeah. No, I I think that's really good advice for CPAs because I think they wait too long to adopt something and then they wonder why they've kind of missed the boat, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's also because, like, think about how tech uh, changes so quickly that you're waiting for this, you know, whatever. Like, at this point in time, this is a new technology. It's changing the space. By the time it hardens... There's another There's new technology. New there. Yeah, and you're just gonna you're like in this endless cycle of waiting, or you adopt the older thing that is going to be replaced by the next thing that's coming out right now that isn't perfect. So, well, and that's a great point. I, I look at my company. I started in 2008 doing cloud desktops, which 2008 crazy innovative, right? Cut, right? Cutting that's, edge, that, cutting Byron. edge, right? Yeah, and um, now it's a dinosaur, right? Because right. it, it's basically all it is is for the people who don't want change, but they want the benefits of the cloud. They're going to do it. So it literally inside of ten and difficult years, benefits, not even it, easy benefits, sure. right? I, absolutely, right? <laughs> and inside ten years, it went from innovative to dinosaur, right? Like uh, so, I. We had the progressive firms adopting it in 2008. Now we have the laggards uh, who, who are adopting something because they don't want to go to QBL, right? So it, it's, yeah, it, it's it open, open your eyes. And the other funny thing is, to your point, Enrico, the, the concept of perfection. And sometimes you say, well, is that, is that issue resolved with your current solution? Well, no. Well, oh. <laughs> but now it's your problem, but, not mine. Right, right. But, but you expect it to be solved with this solution. And it's a deal breaker, but you can accept it in the current solution? Yep. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah. I think that was really interesting as you talk about, like, your company, like, when we were using uh, mm-hmm. uh, Simplified Innovations and, you know, we were early adopters and, yeah. and it was kind of like, Cloud Mary's practice management, right? Me and you did this whole like oh, yeah, road we show. Did that session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's it was right. kind of like, and, and talking about it, and and everyone got caught in the tech at that point, and no one even realized that ultimately you're running a firm and it's you're trying to solve a business problem, not adopt technology, right? And the business problem has to, yes, it's technology, but really, what's the business problem you're solving for? Yep, no doubt. And it's, uh, it, it doesn't get easier to adopt tech as tech gets hardened or better because if you're doing what you should be doing, your client base should be growing, which means There's you're more, change. more people you're going to have to roll exponential out. Exponential impact. Yeah, yep. and it gets so hard. Like if you thought, you know, onboarding five clients from QBD to uh, QBO was difficult, <laughs> just wait till you have 100 and wait until the product has changed even more and it's farther f- looking from QBD. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't get easier. Yeah. yeah. So at the show, this 
the last couple days. Have you noticed a change, Byron, in the CPAs and their commentary um, around tech adoption? And I'll even say around BotKeeper and the opportunity of AI and the excitement around it? Or do you think that they're still kind of cautious? Um, I, it's a mix, as it's always been. But I would say there's definitely a comfort level with having those conversations that you know we didn't see for years. I, it, and I hate to keep harping on it, but even in 2008, when we were talking virtual desktops, like, hell no, we won't go. Like, they're, like they're, don't use the internet. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it, it, no way. And so now the conversations are, are comfortable. Even if it's, like, people feel it's not for them, they're still willing to have the conversation and ask the questions. Um, and just hanging out at the booth, we, we've had some great conversations, and it, it's from firms who actually have been kind of sitting on their hands, not really doing anything, and now all of a sudden they're kind of inspired to, to potentially take something like that on when they haven't done anything. So, um, yeah, I, I would say the conversations are definitely changing. Yeah, Cautiously well, optimistic. <laughs> yes. You know what's interesting to me about the whole AI and ML space is that all the people who waited and didn't go to the cloud, like if you use a solution like BotKeeper, you almost take that technology friction away because they don't really have to learn the technology, right? It just yeah. kind of works. It's behind the scenes. Right. Yeah, like you will migrate your clients from QBD to QBO. QBO will sit back here as a database. You'll interface with BotKeeper through the platform. And the fact that the data is stored in QBO is irrelevant because you're not really in it. Like all the reporting and right. dashboards are outside of QBO. So, yeah. And you don't have to really learn how to connect all those apps, which has been like the biggest headache for the last, you know, 10 years that everyone says, oh, the apps connect. Oh, no, they really don't. No. <laughs> can, can you say data sync error? They, they, they kind of they do, but they kind of don't. And, and now the CPA doesn't have to be that technologist that they used to have to be. Right. I mean, look at Bill.com. I, I, we love Bill. I mean, I'm even wearing like Bill.com socks. So, um, but, but the thing that I hear all the time that drives CPAs and accountants nuts is they're like, "Well, can you make that sync error go away?" Because it, it and it bought it like if you it get enough sync errors, right. it stops everything, and then you can't undo it because there's too many of them there that you yeah. And you have to call support. You have to then, call support, and, and then they, they don't have to talk go and, to you. You have to chat. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, it's uh, even technology is supposed to connect. Uh, that even great technology, uh, the connection stuff is just a pain. So, yeah, we, we definitely help with that. And I think all the accounting industry in general, people here are just really interested in what's going on. We had, I don't know if you saw the talk I gave earlier, but there was a, they came back to us and they said, you had the most highly attended talk of all time engage. They put 60 seats because they expect... 60 people and they usually never fill them um, we had 114 badges scanned at the talk <laughs> there was standing room only like three rows deep uh, so clearly there's a lot of interest in, in what's going on in the space a lot of interest in BotKeeper I think um, and you know hopefully it's, it goes from being interest to people start taking action whether you adopt BotKeeper or other AI and other tech just do it you know yeah. get up yeah, no, I, I think that's, 
I, I think that's awesome, but I think it shows, too, where the market is, is the market's ready. Like, you know, we've been pushing change for so long, and um, Byron and myself and a number of others here were the early adopters, right? But now we actually see the market, like, ready. And I, now that I see it ready, I understand what it was like when it wasn't ready, but when I didn't have that experience, I, I, I didn't really get it. And now that I see it's ready, I was like, oh, well, this is why it's working now, right? So it, it's one of those things that when you look back, you can say, oh, well, that, that's why nothing changed the way it should have or moved as far as it should have moved, right? Yeah, Starship is landing. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's awesome. So, um, Byron, aside from Botkeeper, what's like the coolest tech that you've seen lately or that you're thinking about? Oh, I want to know. Yeah, put, <laughs> right? Put me on, on the spot. Um, that is not fair at all. I, I mean, so... I know there's a huge blockchain buzz, right? Like everybody's talking blockchain, just throw blockchain at it. And um, it, 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 you know, I get it. Like there's a lot of hype. But uh, we were actually, we just met with a prospective client who has actually built a blockchain to track the, the logistics associated with manufacturing clothing. And... Yeah, they have deployed blockchain for clothing manufacturing process, logistics. That's really cool. So that gets me excited. Like to see actual implementations of blockchains, to see where they are being used and in such creative ways. Um, I, you know, I, it's not like most things. It, it, it takes a long, long time before the hype catches up but i think uh, you know blockchain is really exciting to just keep an eye on and see what's happening there yeah. you want to know an interesting fun fact yes did you know botkeeper collabed on a blockchain development no take no. a guess what it's called <laughs> bot botchain botchain <laughs> yes it is botchain bot 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 <laughs> yep um it's basically like a, an audit an auditable ledger that audits the communication between uh blockchain and bots Okay. So it creates Solid. this like ledger that you can. We thought eventually it would be a, a cool application in accounting. We haven't found the. the, the we haven't deployed case. the. <laughs> the use case we know it, but we haven't deployed it. So it would be a pretty big the undertaking. Product. That's okay. We, we just have to put it on the website. Venture funds just flying at you. Not blockchain. anymore. They get scared. They see blockchain. They're like, ah, oh, not another crypto play. Not, they're going to no, go and well, do, uh, uh, what is it, the ICO. Kick, right. like, You'll be kicked out of uh, Canada. Did you see that? No. SEC's coming after them for uh, ICO. Really? In 2017. Yeah. You know uh, it's a matter of time. Yeah. No, it's uh, the ICOs. It's funny. I think actually in our term sheet with Graycroft, we had to sign something that said we weren't going to do an ICO, or the board has to approve an yeah. ICO. Uh, yeah, no bot coins. No bot coins. <laughs> no bot coins. <laughs> no bot. But we we can do bot chains and and. Well, it's, it's uh, it, <laughs> so it's it's bot chain, but it's uh, the the name I think is bot coin. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay, we got to scrub that. <laughs> well, it was funny too. Like the thought there was like I've had a bunch of people like click or like accidentally type bot coin instead of bitcoin so maybe i'll get some buzz oh. <laughs> it's close yeah just close enough fat finger you know <laughs> yeah, a letter right yeah that's um, awesome yeah that's awesome. Like, should i be buying this oh i should be investing in this everyone tells me twenty thousand dollars per uh per bot coin <laughs> send it in that's awesome. No. Awesome. This is not an actual raise. SEC. No, no, we're not <laughs> not raising here. No ICOA. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, so what have you heard? So all the, <laughs> all your techie friends are here too, Byron, right? Like right. all the CITPs. So, <laughs> which Enrico had learned what that was, right? Remember we had that whole conversation about what a CITP was, but so yes. all the CITPs are here. So what are the CITPs talking about? It, you know, it's probably, they're talking about cyber. They're talking about sock assurance. It, it's, uh, you know, it, there's a very large push for CPAs to be involved in the IT security and governance. So um, CITPs, by and large, are getting involved in those conversations, doing consulting, doing assurance services. Um, I, I would say that's probably consuming most of those conversations. Yeah. Do you think that's where it should live? Should That's a really good question. Should IT security audits live in an accounting firm? So, or at the, should the accounting firm be the one doing it? Or should, should that be like an industry unto itself? It's a really great question. I, I think, I do believe that CPAs historically have owned assurance. And it's always been financial statement assurance. Um, and IT security, the, the reason this this happen is because now the financials are so dependent on the IT systems that we now have to um, have assurance that the IT systems are producing accurate financials. So there is a really tight marriage there. I, I do think now with SOC 2, it is expanded beyond the financials. And I, I get the play for that to be owned by, by CPAs just because of our trust factor. Yep. I, I mean, it, you know, it, it's hard to trust an industry that really there's, there's no, we don't trust. It, it's just not part of the conversation. Like, I don't trust into it, right? Or right. I, you know, technology company. Right. right. It, and I'm not picking on into it, but it, we, we don't trust. You need techno- independence. You, there right. needs to be some sort of independence. Right. And that's the other thing is, is our ethics and, and independence rules provide for that. So I do understanding us ha- being part of the conversation and part of the services. Um, but the reality is most of the actual like ticking and tying associated with that audit is not done by CPAs. It's done by CISAs and other IT security professionals, and all we're doing is signing off on it. So it, it's, uh, it, you know, I get it. I get the play. I do think we're going to struggle maintaining ownership of it in the future. Like maybe there becomes a new certification called the CT, uh, the <laughs> CPT. The certified public technologist. <laughs> that, why not? Well, we know the ICPA. They'll make some more initials. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they, do, they, yep. they do really well with initials. And eventually you run out of skin, so you can't tattoo all of them on you. A- <laughs> absolutely. How many initials do you, does Steve have? Oh, Ursula? Oh, my gosh. It's, it, he, his so business his, card, he, you actually flip over his business signature card. has yeah. like... Four thousand, like seriously, it's, initials. Yeah, and and he he does IT security services and SOC audits. So yeah. he, he's he's got CISA and it, like it's just yeah. He, you read his business card and then it says over and you flip it over <laughs> and it keeps going across. He's like the only individual who's actually he as an individual is ISO certified. That, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I suggest that to him. So. So if the future, if you could have a crystal ball and you could create the future of what you would like CPAs and technology companies and, and 
what does that look like in the future as to how CPAs are going to interact with technology companies and uh, utilize what's coming, right? Because we don't really know what we don't know yet. So my future, whenever people ask me to look into the future like that, all I can think of is Happy Gilmore and like rainbows and unicorns and waterfalls and midgets. So it, like, <laughs> I don't know how that translates, but that, that's where my mind goes. Um, let's see. So the, the future space, I mean, the reality is, and I, I think most of the progressive CPAs know that technology is, it's no longer even a necessary evil. It's just actually like how we deliver it's like services. like a pencil. Right. right. It, it's, it, and so I, you know, in that future space, I, I believe that you know, CPAs have fully embraced. We're no longer having these conversations about like, you know, trying to get the, you know, this generation or that generation to adopt because everybody's just comfortable with, with what they're doing. And I, I also, in that perfect future, there, we are not vulnerable to a single vendor making a substantial change that impacts everybody in the industry. Mm-hmm. And right now, unfortunately, we're pretty dependent on a few core groups of technology companies that have the ability to, you know, flip a switch and just change our entire world. So um, I'm hoping that, that that future that we live in, we, we have some, some sort of, uh, uh, I, I don't know, independence that allows us to operate and function without a vendor deciding that, oh, now this is what accounting should look like. Click. Right, right. Huh. And how do you see that future, Enrico? I think, I don't know, I, for, for me, I think as I, if I like look back at how tech has evolved in general, you know, you went from like very hardware-centric tech with minimal software and software started to take over and then there was like large deployments of software to now SaaS-based Installs and I think uh, Salesforce, you know, nailed it best. I think their slogan was like "apps suck" or something like that, um, or "applications suck." And I think uh, ideally, you get to a point where like this, the idea of, of integrating and managing tech and all of that is just not—it's not a thing because the tool you, you basically you interact with a tool that seems like an extension of you. It does the job that it, it should do and all the underpinnings of like how that happens and works is just like totally behind the scenes um, to that tool and it's not something that we as people should worry about like we shouldn't worry about installing or setting up or configuring or like downloading we should just be able to on and go click and go yeah right yep. and, and it we- should feel natural it should literally be like an extension of us and we won't have to call that IT guy to fix it no they're like <laughs> IT support <laughs> Not that I want the IT department to go away, but like in an ideal world, you wouldn't need an IT department. It would be simple to use. And this creating, but it's going to take a long time to get there because making simplicity is probably one of the most difficult tasks to pull off. Like that was what made Apple such a great company is they figured out a way to take something very complicated and make it natural and easy to use where like my daughter at like a year, she naturally is swiping stuff right. and pinching or moving and I'm like, you know, you nailed it when, yeah, right, right. when an infant can do it. Yeah, yeah. It can't even speak, right, but right. it can it can manage an iPhone. 
<laughs> cropping pictures, yeah. applying filters. Oh, that's yeah. nuts. There you go. <laughs> so if like all technology interacted with you that way, I think that's that's the future I see. Yeah, I, I some rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. And yeah, of, course, of course, to yeah. me that's like perfect, right? And then uh, you know, add some CPAs to it, and you have the perfect utopia where they're really doing advisory and not, you know, just playing with the tech. Or, or trying to figure out the tech, I'll say. Not even playing with it. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, um, I mean, the, ima- I was gonna, sorry. To go ahead. I was going to say, imagine a world where software machines did all the things none of us wanted to do. Like, where we could just live and do the things that we do want to do. And, like, yeah. that <laughs> is, I think, where, where tech is going. And I don't think the human race is going to hate it so much. I think we'll actually really like not having to do these things anymore, not having to make a million cold calls or send a ton of emails. Like if it, the busy work was all done. And but what will we do? That's the question. Well, and that's I worry about that Disney movie. What was the Disney movie where everybody had levitating chairs and right. they just like floated around with their big gulps and like? What will be our purpose? Right. If we don't do work, we'll be working out all day. I don't know. I, mean, I think we do work, but we do we do a lot more. Um, I call it like communication centric work like a lot right. more interactive work collaborative collaborative work yeah, like sure. challenging work versus like busy work right. relationship yeah. yeah yeah planning up cities but not necessarily having to do all the the filing paperwork that goes along <laughs> with it all the compliance work. yeah no compliance no compliance you, you just yeah. press a button and it prints a building so <laughs> they're printing homes now I know they are absolutely did you see you yeah. could get in the lobby you can get your picture printed and like into a little like statue yeah in the mgm what? lobby yeah no i miss this. yes yes byron we should get like an Dude. awesome so we statue get, yes, you just have absolutely. to stand in the thing and it spins around or whatever it does like a some sort of image of you and no. then it, it prints you all right botkeeper team needs to get the, uh oh. <laughs> i hit this up Oh my god! To get that's a figurine ridiculous. made, I gotta hit this up before uh, the happy hour. Oh, for sure. That's insane. So, so guys, this has been a great conversation. Um, I think you guys have done uh, awesome job, kind of closing out our day. It's been uh, a phenomenal day with lots of content and lots of interviews. And I have to give a big shout out and thank you to both Botkeeper and to Intuit and to the AICPA for sponsoring uh, the podcast all day. Uh, and then uh, I have to also give a big shout out to Voice America and Robert and Aaron and Kaylee for managing the tech um, all day because they've done a phenomenal job Ooh. and Team New Vision for, <laughs> for, for keeping everything moving on schedule and way to go. So Alex and Lisa and Maggie. And um, with that, I'm going to sign off and say thank you for listening to, I think we did almost 10 hours of content all day long. I don't know how you spoke <laughs> for that for 10 hours. And, no. and wait till next year because I'm hoping we'll be back at Engage 2020. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Intuit's mission is to power prosperity around the world. 
Our global products and platforms are designed to empower consumers, self-employed, small businesses, and tax and accounting professionals to improve their financial lives, finding them more money with the least amount of work, while giving them complete confidence in their actions and decisions. Intuit is proud to be a part of the AICPA Engage 2019 event. You can see us live at the event at booth 329. That's booth 329. Visit us on the web today at Intuit.com. Accounting professionals all have one thing in common. We cut our teeth doing the manual bits of bookkeeping, so we all know how much it sucks. But not anymore. BotKeeper brings bookkeeping into the future with its combination of skilled accountants, machine learning, and artificial intelligence. When you start BotKeeping, you say goodbye to costly and error-prone manual accounting. Your bot extracts data from receipts, processes payroll, pays bills, sends invoices, reconciles accounts, and so much more. On top of all that, you're backed by a team of senior accountants who handle critical thinking, complex accounting, and help you draw out meaningful insights from your business data. BotKeeper works hand-in-hand with your existing team, or it can cut costs and serve as your entire accounting department. You get to decide. Learn more about bookkeeping with BotKeeper at BotKeeper.com. Better than humans, better than machines. Automated bookkeeping with a human touch. BotKeeper.com